Last episode, my beloved Winter Olympics were mocked by Mike and by many of you out in the audience. So today, we're going to set the record straight by examining several of the individual events that make the Winter Olympics the superior Olympic Games. Do you need me for this? I'm like super tired. I had a busy week last week, so... If I could just take the week off while you talk about your beloved Olympics, that like, wouldn't be the worst thing for me. You are contractually obligated to be here doing your half of this episode, Mike. That'll teach me from not reading contracts, probably. First, I present ski jumping, a sport in which athletes ski down hills up to 120 meters tall, flying through the air trying to land as far away from the ramp as possible. In 2017, Austrian world champion ski jumper Stefan Kraft jumped 831 feet, a world record. That distance is made possible due to the speed at which ski jumpers are traveling, which can be nearly 70 miles an hour. The sport can be traced back to 1808 when it was invented by Norwegian Sondre Norheim. Since then, these ramps have become higher and smoother, allowing athletes to soar through the air and right into our hearts. That's so nice, Mike. Are you coming around? I want the record to reflect that Stephen specifically wrote that line in and would not allow me to change it. That's right. You have uh, read-only access to this Google document from here on out. <laughs> my All of my privileges were revoked for the Winter Olympics episode. Uh, well, you think it's just one episode? It's a whole series, my friend. Do you want, like, you want just like an AI you can replace me with? I think there's like an app that can do that now. I have enough of your voice over the years. I probably could just remix it. Up next is snowboarding, first included in the 1998 Winter Olympics held in Japan. By the way, a very late 90s edition, right? Like, uh, everything was extreme Mm -hmm. in the late 90s, including snowboarding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's when they put an X in Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, several snowboarding events have been added to the schedule, including the always cool half pipe. It doesn't matter how old I get, the half pipe is always cool. Mm-hmm. The slalom, in which athletes bore down a mountain passing gates on their way down. And snowboard cross, in which athletes race each other down a course made of turns, jumps, berms, and more, trying to be cooler than each other. Some newer events also include slope style, in which athletes come down a course full of obstacles like rails and jumps and are scored on their originality and quality of tricks. This is my personal favorite of the Winter Olympics. Yeah, the the name sounds like something a bunch of 12-year-olds came up with, though. Like, what if you went down the slope? Yeah, the name isn't good, style. but it's super fun to watch. Slope style. Big Air. I can't believe there is an Olympic event called Big Air. See, this is why the Summer Olympics are superior. They weren't even trying. Big Air. Anyway, Big Air, where a snowboarder launches down a steep incline onto a large ramp, hurtling through the air as they perform complex tricks while trying to attain both good height and distance numbers. All of these things look so much better than their names. Got to get their, that Big Air, you know? Yeah. And Parallel Slalom, which is like the normal slalom, just harder. <laughs> so you have to admit that snowboarding is cool. It is nothing that my beloved Tony Hawk couldn't do. I don't think you can ride a skateboard down a mountain. (laughs) Tony Hawk could. (laughs) That's that's probably true. (laughs) Up next, we have Luge, which has been in the Winter Olympics since 1964. Individual competitors or teams of two lie face up on a flat sled down an ice track. They travel down the course feet first, steering their sled by shifting their body weight and using a steel cable as a steering rope. That might sound like a nice trip. You know, maybe something you could do in the backyard. But losers can reach speeds approaching 90 miles an hour, which can be incredibly dangerous. In fact, in 2010, 
An athlete from the country of Georgia was killed on his final practice run when the sled came off the ice at the exit of a curve, throwing the athlete into an unprotected steel beam at over 80 miles an hour. In fact, luge is the only Winter Olympic sport to have claimed two lives. In 1964, a British athlete was also killed while training for the the first Olympic luge event. So, somebody died during the training for the first time they did it, but they started doing it anyway. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. To lighten things up a little bit more, this sport actually also carries a positive record alongside. The only athlete to ever win medals in six consecutive Olympics is the Italian Luger Armin Zogler, who won them for competing in the Luge event. Luge? Luge? I'm not sure. Luge? Luge. Anyway, this includes two gold medals in 2002 and 2006, one silver in 98, and three bronze in 94, 2010, and 2014. It's a long history. Yeah, that's really cool. That's like 24 years Yeah, of competition. Hmm. Way to go. My last evidence for the Winter Olympics being superior is skeleton, which is similar to luge, but instead of face up, feet first, you go down the track, face down, head first. This event is always carried out by a single rider, and unlike the luge where races start from a standstill, skeleton is a little bit more like bobsledding, in which athletes take a running start before jumping and going head first down the course. It's already dangerous enough. You don't have to, like, what if you slip on the ice? (laughs) What are you doing? Don't add danger to this. So I assumed when putting this together, that this was way more dangerous than luge. That's why I had it last, actually. As you're going head first, right? Like my brain just tells mm-hmm. me that's bad. But the internet assures me that skeleton is actually safer because the sleds are heavier, so they're less likely to come off the ice, and the speeds are lower, capping out at about 80 miles an hour. And we have to think about relative safety right? when we're thinking about these <laughs> think things. So. Like... Maybe one is safer than the other, but if anything goes wrong in either of these instances, whether you're doing luge or skeleton, it's way worse than like if you fall down a flight of stairs, <laughs> right? Like, I'm more likely to fall down a flight of sto- stairs, yes, but uh, I will only hurt myself a little bit, I yeah. would assume, in most you're instances. You're not going 80 miles an if hour I- on ice. <laughs> Exactly. If I have an accident during either a luge or skeleton event, I'm going to come off way worse. Maybe it's called skeleton because it's so dangerous. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. The name actually comes from the bony appearance of the sled, which is kind of sucks for a reason to give it a name, but I guess the Winter Olympics has to try some branding stuff to make Mm -hmm. it cooler. Well, if they went after the big air, maybe like big ice slide. You can actually thank my country for skeleton. It can be traced back to the late 1880s where English soldiers in Switzerland constructed a toboggan track, but with more curves and steeper drops than any other tracks in the world. And assumedly, after some very serious conversations, they decided to race down it. I assume you meant to say after many beers. Many beers and serious conversations (laughs) will be the expectation here, I think. Skeleton has had a spotted history in the Olympics. It first appeared in 1928 and then disappeared again until 1948 (laughs) and then disappeared again for like 50-something years. But it was added for realsies this time starting in 2002. It's hardcore and it's awesome, just like the Winter Olympics. I think there's a thing that we have to talk about here, which is you left off actually some of the better sports there is no mention in this episode of figure skating or speed skating hockey or curling but you did leave out 
the biathlon, which combines cross-country skiing and rifle shooting, which everybody knows hand-in-hand those two things that one's weird but i don't want to pile on we all know all these things are awesome what do you mean you don't want to pile on you just don't want to say anything bad about your i just want to talk about the most extreme ones okay so are you convinced uh no well on that terrible disappointment you can find our show notes on the web at (laughs) relay.fm slash ungenius slash 108 you can send us an email there with your favorite weird Wikipedia topic. You can also find us on Twitter. The show is at Ungenius. You can find me there as ISMH. You can find Mike online as I-M-Y-K-E. Until our next sweet powder shredding episode, Mike, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.